0: Welcome to the ESBS podcasts. My name is Melina Vergadecena. This is a Vascular Forum short report. Understanding the basis of radiation protection for endovascular procedures, occupational and patients by Rodrigo Rial and Eliseo Bañó. The International Commission on Radiological Protection recommends a global approach to the optimization strategies for interventional procedures. The European Regulation and the International Atomic Energy Agency recommend periodic radiological protection training programs to refresh knowledge and clarify concepts. This paper summarizes the basic knowledge that a vascular surgeon should have about radiation protection for patients and staff. Diagnostic Reference Levels A diagnostic reference level, DRL, is a form of investigation of the medical exposure to patients of radiation during diagnostic and endovascular procedures. A DRL is used to indicate whether, under routine conditions, the amount of radiation used for a specific procedure is unusually high or low for that procedure, comparing the radiation doses of procedures that have established DRLs already. The European regulation requires the establishment, regular review, and use of DRLs for interventional radiology and endovascular procedures. If these levels are consistently exceeded, appropriate corrective action should be taken without undue delay. DRLs are set at the 75th percentile of the distribution of the medians of distributions of the patient dose values observed at a number of healthcare facilities, local DRL value, or multiple facilities throughout a country, national DRL value. Establishing DRLs involves the collection of data from several or single procedures which are then conveyed to the health authorities. The application of the DRL process is not sufficient. Optimization is generally concerned with maintaining the quality of the diagnostic information provided by the examination commensurate with the medical purpose. In some cases, optimization may result in an increase in patient dose. DRLs are not limits and do not apply to individual patients. They are established for groups of patients and for specific clinical tasks or clinical indications. Radiological Quantities Patient doses during interventional procedures are usually measured as Dose Area Product, DAP, also named Kerma Area Product, KAP, in guys per square centimeter. KAP indicates the radiation produced by the X-ray system and the irradiated area during the radiological procedure. A second dosimetric quantity, called cumulative dose, or cumulative air kerma, measured in milliguys is also reported for these procedures. This is measured at the patient entrance reference point. Some new x-ray systems offer skin dose maps, or peak skin dose, during procedures. For occupational protection doses are usually measured as personal dose equivalent, which is the dose equivalent in soft tissue at a depth of 10 mm on the human body. Millicevers is the unit used to measure different radiation quantities as organ doses, for example, the lens of the eyes, and the effective dose. The dose limit for lenses are 20 millisieverss per year average over five years, or 50 milliceverss in a single year. For skin, 500 millisievers per year. The effective dose is used to estimate the global risk of the person exposed to ionizing radiation and accounts for the doses in different tissues and the radiosensitivity of that tissue. This quantity can be related to the increases of the probability of cancer and hereditary effects. Currently, the limit is 20 mSv per year average over five years, or 50 mSv in a single year. Patient protection Some surgeons are mainly concerned about self protection. Their rationale is that patients undergo radiation exposure for their benefit and are only exposed to radiation for medical purposes a few times in their life. This is changing drastically. In general, every action to reduce the patient's dose will also reduce the occupational dose, but the reverse is not true. For one unit of radiation that a staff receives, the patient may receive up to a thousandfold. Time Use short fluoroscopy runs and low fluoroscopy modes when possible. For most endovascular procedures, no more than 7.5 pulses per second or even 3 pulses per second for ordinary maneuvers is adequate. Mind the foot on the switch, and do not make the length of the series unnecessarily long. Digital Subtraction Angiography and Comb-Beam Computed Tomography Digital Subtraction Angiography and Comb-Beam Computed Tomography imaging require higher patient doses than fluoroscopy. Consider the use of DSA only for recording and think twice about whether it is really needed. Image acquisition is usually no more than 2-3 frames per second, However, in most of the new X-ray systems, it is possible to archive fluoroscopy images. Collimate Collimate the radiation field to the area of interest. This reduces the radiation dose and improves the image quality. This is a simple and effective action in reduction of radiation dose and getting better images. Most current devices allow setting the collimation without radiation using last image hold as a reference. Magnification Magnification is a very useful tool for obtaining details and accuracy of, for example, visceral arteries, tibial vessels, contralateral limb capture and stents. However, it may increase the entrance dose. Remove magnification when it is not needed. Try using the digital zoom. Setup. Maintain the flat panel detector or image intensifier close to the patient and the x-ray tube far from the patient, but try to maintain the volume of interest at the isocenter of the imaging system. Training. Providing training on the capabilities of the facility is essential for taking advantage of all features of the equipment, such as fusion image, fade, mask, and LIH. Image quality can be enhanced without radiation with the application of various image processing techniques. Audit. Perform periodic audits of patient dose values and compare the median values with the national or local DRLs. Accidental or unintended exposure. Identify accidental or unintended exposures and produce the appropriate reports as required by the European regulations. Implement corrective actions when appropriate. Occupational Protection Projection If you use oblique projections, especially lateral projections, the riskiest position is near the X-ray tube. Through knowledge of anatomical landmarks and the appropriate geometric adjustments, such as parallax, proper oblique projections will display the origin of vessels and landing zones optimally. And excessive angulations will be avoided. Restore the tube's upright position when it is not in use. Hands. Avoid placing the hands in direct radiation beam. The use of leaded gloves is controversial in vascular surgery as they can increase the dose to the patient and staff through the automatic exposure control due to the feedback from the equipment. Distance. The further the better. Try to avoid, if possible, being close to the patient's radiation field The irradiated volume is the main source of scatter radiation in the room. Shielding: Always use personal protection tools, lead apron, thyroid protector and goggles. Also use ceiling suspended screens and protective under-tabled curtains, if available. This is the more important factor in self-protection. Reduce the dose. If the patient's dose is reduced, the level of scatter radiation is reduced. And, in general, the occupational doses of all staff present in the operating room will be reduced. Personal dosimetry. The new regulatory dose limit will be considered. Use personal dosimeters for all procedures. If they are not being used for all procedures, occupational doses will not be representative of the real radiation risk. Auditing radiation protection. Pay attention to monthly personal dose values in order to audit the level of radiation protection, Active electronic dosimeters with real-time information on occupational doses may be helpful in reducing unnecessary occupational doses. Reporting: Report any accidental relevant exposure and ask for the advice of a medical physics expert or radiation protection expert to optimize occupational protection. In the European Union, there is a right to ask for the support of these specialists. Radiological protection is based on three principles. Justification, optimization, and dose limits Justification refers to the balance between benefit and risk. The use of radiation should do more good than harm. Optimization means that the level of protection should be the best under the prevailing circumstances, maximizing the margin of benefit over harm. The acronym ALARA, as low as reasonably achievable, is sometimes used as an equivalent to optimization, but the concept implies keeping patient exposure to the minimum necessary to achieve the required medical objective. The dose limits apply to professionals and members of the public, but not to the medical exposure of patients. Remember, Diagnostic reference levels, Kerma area product, and cumulative dose refer to patient protection. And the patient protection principles are short time for radiation runs, fluoroscopy mode better than acquisition, collimation, limit magnification, geometry factors, patient dose audits, training and facilities capabilities, and avoid unintended exposures. Those limits refer to occupational protection, and the occupational protection principles are take care of the position in oblique projections, hands out of the direct beam, distance, the further the better, shielding and improper position, impact reducing patient doses, use an audit personal dosimetry, and report accidental exposures. You can read the full paper in the EJVS Vascular Forum. The complete reference is EJVS Vascular Forum, Year 2021, Volume 51, pages 20 to 22. Thank you for listening. Until our next podcast, bye for now.